Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the glow. In this show, we hope to bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way or ascending on their spiritual path. Things are changing from a third or fourth dimensional world to something different, where we're expanding our world from duality to a world where we are back to all one, and we're interested in new ways to create peace within ourselves and with others. Ascension means different things to different folks, but there are similar stories, and more energy is available to us to raise our vibration. We've noticed that we can connect with spirit faster, move energy around quicker, and time is speeding up. The way we use words is changing, carrying new vibrations, and the way we interpret events is expanding. We are letting go of old ways of thinking and beliefs that do not serve us anymore, and we're asking different questions of ourselves and our world. The way we define love is getting bigger, and there are always bigger, brighter waves to surf. So grab your board. We'll be looking at ways we redefine magnetism, power, and peace. Let's ride the waves of our new ascension, psychic, or spiritual spaces together, and we're going to share our stories. So hello, welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. Joining me in the etheric studio today is Lindy Cowling from the UK. She's a psychic, medium, clairvoyant, channeler, healer, hypnotherapist, a twin flame specialist, spiritual teacher, of course, and she's been born into a long family line of well-known healers. And her grandmother was the late Rose Gladden, who was acclaimed for her outstanding healing abilities. And she was tested at UCLA and Stanford here in California. So Lindy trained at the Arthur Finley College of Psychic Science with television's Tony Stockwell, and he's really big in the UK. She also has a diploma in hypnotherapy accredited by the Anglian Polytechnic University. She's had over 13 years experience in past life regressions, and another piece of this is future life progressions that she's an expert at as well, guiding clients back to their previous lives as well as their future lives. So Lindy right now is giving workshops around the UK and Europe, and she specializes in heart-opening workshops, and uh, I think you're speaking pretty soon in the UK again. So welcome, Lindy. Hello, Christina. Hiya, thank you so much for having me on your show. Yeah, I'm so glad to surf the waves with you today. Um, there's just so many different energies out there, and, you know, we've been tracking them. <laughs> we track them around the globe. <laughs> I have this network of people I sort of talk to and check in to see if I'm nuts or not. And uh, I'm not sure if I want to be nuts or if I want to be confirmed right or if I just want to be totally wrong now. I have no idea. Well, there's so there's so much going on. I mean, this was this has been building up for a long time, hasn't it? Uh, 2013 energies. I know I was talking to you in 2012, and uh, much of what I was channeling at that point, because much of what we talk about, a lot of it comes through as channeled information from the guys upstairs, and a lot of it. You know what? When we were talking last, um, I never kind of questioned the val- validity of what my guides bring through, but I didn't expect much of what I was coming out with to be so up close and personal to my own life. So much of my own life has mirrored much of what I was talking about in December 2012. Um, You know, when we came into 2013, the ascension energies have adjusted accordingly and people's lives, there have been no middle ground. You know, they're going left, right, black, white, you know, love, power, truth, untruth. Um, you know, there's so much going on. The twin flame energy 
is pulsating through the planet now. The t twin flame template is in, uh, which means, you know, these new divine partnerships and new spiritual connections and heart awakening catalysts. Um, these are all related, but not all the same, are coming in left, right and center. Um, and the biggest, um, I'm going to, I'm going to actually say the word shock really, but the biggest shock actually, and I'm going to have to use my own personal experience again for me is, um, to see how many people and even people that you didn't really expect have made dramatic, um, soul decisions, decisions on a very deep soul level to, either be authentic and try and come from their heart or not be authentic. And there is no judgment in that statement because what the soul chooses, the soul chooses. But it's a very, very, what I do feel is a desperate sadness and great compassion for those that have chosen um, the pathway that is not for their ultimate uh best scenario not for their higher self not for their highest truth because most of those that have made those decisions they are based on fear they are based on the old belief systems they are based on the former 3d reality and uh, when i say that you know people will be listening and they'll say well we've still got 3d reality you know everything looks the same uh it may look the same but it doesn't feel the same and it isn't the same and uh there will be someone in everybody's life you know someone that you know whose life will be changing dramatically they will be changing dramatically um the guys upstairs said last time we spoke in december you know there's no middle ground it was like the grand canyon a chasm opening up and people could only have a leg either side of that chasm till it got to a certain width which was march the towards the end of march of this year and you, you were either on one side or the other. And that is so blatantly obvious now between those that are, you know, following what the, the truth of their soul is not now, what not a personal truth, not a truth in the mind, really, that they're following their heart and those that are unable, unwilling to do that. And it's... um. For me, you know, I have to be honest, uh, you can probably hear it in my voice, it, it brings about great sadness for me. I've seen it so, so very personally and so closely, but also immense amount of compassion because there is nothing I want more and nothing I'm more driven to do in the time that I have left on this planet to do everything I can to help people to awaken and go back into that empowered state in the heart. And it breaks my heart, literally, uh, to see people not making that choice for whatever reason but hey you know we we just have to do the best that we can and there are plenty of people that have made that that choice to um you know follow this this inner courage really so it's, it's a big time of change and when we last spoke i never expected it like i say to have been quite as uh dramatic as what it has has been i thought this maybe would be a calmer year but um, it hasn't begun that way. It's just quite, it's, you know, and I can't. I know. It hasn't, has it? <laughs> uh, we're talking, it's in June 2013, and it's like, my God, how did we get here so fast? And I think that's part of the sadness, too, is that I can't look at someone else's timeline anymore and figure out 
when that point is where I could be of assistance again, for example, I'll just use me as an example, um, where you can see somebody picking the other side of the Grand Canyon, and that's fine. But if I continue to look at the timeline, it could be another 10 years, five years, five days till they decide to make other changes. And, you know, I can't wait around anymore. And I guess I that's the sadness for me is that I, I'm not sure if it's just leftover ego stuff or whatever, where I'm just like, God, bummer. You know, I'm out of here, though. Good luck. You Peace know, out. You know, and I agree. And for me, for me, I don't the, want to look back. I mean, for the me, the sadness is a little bit deeper than that because the level, and I mean, I'm kind of putting what I call the feelers out to check it again with the information I'm getting through. But I'm going to go a step further here. And this, this may sound a bit negative, and I don't mean it to sound that way, but the information I got towards the end of last year, and I'm getting it again now, is that once that window, the window was open between December and um, and 21st of March, uh, 21st of yeah. March, yeah. and once they, the people that had decided not to to really follow their their sole purpose deep down within, once there had been a conscious decision at that level not to follow it the information I'm, and I'm getting it again now is that there is no point of return that decision has been made and that window is shut it's not that they get to make that choice later on now it, it's done and uh that that I think that's for me that's where the kind of sadness comes really uh because like you know it's I don't know why because my guys haven't told me why but there was just so long to, to do that I don't want people to panic and that you know them thinking oh my god I don't know if I'm in my heart yet. That means I haven't got a chance. It's not that at all. It's not, um, this is not to say that people don't, who aren't living from their heart and don't understand what living in their heart means of, you know, they've missed their chance. It's not that. This is a whole, this is a whole different level. This is a, a different level I'm talking about where people have made a, a, a decision deep within the soul that I will not. I have an awareness of this and I won't follow my higher purpose because of fear so it's it's there's a whole category of people that that don't have to in a way don't have to worry if they haven't sort of understood what being in their heart is yet it's not that i'm talking about people that have made a conscious decision to choose power over love untruth over truth corruption over non-corruption you know all the more the lower conscious choices of here that have been made but that whereas before we got into you know towards the end of 2012 and 2013 if you made those decisions they kind of I don't know it wasn't the ramifications of it weren't so dramatic it, the whole the game plans changed it's all changed now you know that's it game you know time's up so now what happens is we literally reap the consequences of that so those that have not chosen to, to honour their, their honour themselves, really their higher purpose, they will gradually uh, kind of drift off, really, you know, drift off and, and decline and, and make choices. Some will leave the planet, some won't. Uh, some will just be here, but they will never get to what they potentially could have got to. And the rest, um, they they continue to to climb, you know, climb ever upwards, really. And uh, there are so many. Oh my gosh, there are. So so many people whose heart, the change in the heart has been phenomenal this year, whose hearts are opening like just like crazy. I mean, like crazy. I mean, I've noticed it in my own practice, you know, people come in and I have to say for me, again, I can only use my own personal experience, but as a byproduct of the twin flame union that, 
you know, I've been involved in um, as a as a byproduct of that, um, you know, beautifully, something in me because of, of my heart now is able to seem to act as a catalyst for a lot of other people's hearts. So often if people just meet me for a few minutes now or just come in, um, all hell breaks loose in their heart. And sometimes, you know, sometimes that's beautiful. Very often people get very loving and emotion. Very often they, they feel like they're in love with you, male and female, which is um, I've kind of got used to now. Um, but sometimes it unleashes a huge wall of emotion in them, which isn't really so much from the heart. It's from that old, the old t- template and the, the emotional body, the etheric body. And uh, it seems to unleash a lot of clearing. So there's amazing things happening, you know. And like I say, we can expect uh, people to be meeting these heart awakening catalysts now. There's going to be a lot of confusion because people will think this person is having a profound effect on my heart. I feel immense love for them. I've only spoken to them for 10 minutes. Therefore, they must be my twin flame. And it does not mean that they're your twin flame there's only a small percentage of humanity that will be meeting a twin flame because the twin flames are here as a template an imprint for the new divine soul spiritual partnerships to form as the norm Um, but there will be plenty of heart awakening catalysts there will be some twin flames a lot of twin flames are awakening now the ones that are here um, but there will also be this new soul connection partnerships forming. So, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazily exciting, really, because this is not dependent on age. You know, don't think that it's our children or grandchildren that are they're having this. You know, it doesn't matter what age you are, uh, regardless of age, people are having these heart awakening catalysts now. Not just one person, maybe two or three coming in, maybe two or three at the same time. Um, you know, all designed to fire up the heart um, in this fifth dimensional paradigm that we're in. So that is tremendously exciting, you know, because it's it's changing. This is actually the biggest news of the century, actually, because when you think about it, it's changing the whole dynamics of every human interaction, every energy interaction, every relationship, because relationships don't just have to be relationships romantically you know this is work this is every single human interaction you have has now got the potential to change as it has never changed before so it's it's amusing there's there's going to be much confusion but actually confusion in a lovely way you know for a change this is going to be good um and it's going to be exciting and the energy is still building it's still building as this year goes on and we haven't seen nothing yet you know you wait till we get later on in this year and into 2014 2015 you know this is this this is the ground that we stood on a few weeks ago is is like an earthquake under our feet because we just get our balance again and then all the rules have changed you know because because we've just learned actually there aren't any rules there aren't any rules that was the old (laughs) belief system you know they don't exist anymore well i think um the idea of power and what it's used for or what it was for, I don't know, years ago and just more recently and kind of how we uh, can jump into our own power now. That's if you think about sort of the years involved, just your time, anyone's time out there that's listening on, on the planet, 
of where you sort of started with the idea of power or where you started with the idea of love and where you are now, that's such a dramatic shift. And then now we're getting that same dramatic shift, but it's like daily. (laughs) It can be a couple times a day where you think you got it figured out. And I guess the one of the things that I try to do is to, I don't want to say go with the flow because that's not quite what I'm doing, but I try not to be fixed in my beliefs because they're going to change. And I don't know what that's going to look like. (laughs) Exactly. And you know, you're doing the right thing. And because the, the fixed belief system, that's the old, the old template now is, is just falling away and falling away rapidly. And even, even, and I count myself amongst them, you know, my gosh, I seem to always learn the hard way, but then isn't that isn't that the best way to learn really? I mean that's the only way to learn. And and I've realised, you know, it doesn't matter how spiritually aware I am, um, how knowledgeable in some areas, I am still not only am I still a human being, but I also um as a twin flame, I have taken on the dubious um responsibility of clearing my whole family's uh bloodline uh, that old belief system, also my twin flames side of it as well. And then that tracks back after we've done that, you know, the genetics and then all the humanity side of it. Uh, so it's a, it's, a, it's a huge thing. It's also, it brings up, you know, um, everything to do with the emotional body and belief systems and magnified, you know, oh, God knows how many times fold because twin flames, everything is magnified to the nth degree. And what I have learned, everything, every single week, it's like having a hundred years learning in one week for all of us at the moment. Nothing to do with just twin flames. That's to do with all of us. Things are moving so fast. And what I've learned just literally in the last 10 days is the whole program. I mean, I'm going to use the word program because uh, because everything that we did up to 2013 was based on a program, a belief system, um, uploading, downloading, and 95% of it wasn't for our uh, benefit. It was, you know, it was mostly to control humanity. Now we're breaking out of that. I've realized, um, like I say, in the last 10 days that the whole program for love has just just been thrown out you know, with the bath water, the, there are no limits. We have to re-live, rethink, rewrite the whole idea of what we believe love is, and that is the absolute integral part of of this so-called golden age, because that all links with the heart and the power of love in the heart, which is creation. The whole way we look at love and think about love and love being an attachment and a need for somebody and somebody fixing something in you and you fixing something in them. You know what? That's about one percent like of it, isn't it? There's some weird agreements going on there in that sort of love vibration that was kind of the old way. Yeah, exactly. It's it's just totally different. It's a contract. Yeah, the whole thing is being blown out of the water, and it's. You know what, it's that side of it, uh, you know, in terms of percentage, we have about 5% in. There's 95% of the way we've got to learn this yet because it's only just come in and, uh, you know, it's literally like the boat is rocking and if we rock it too quickly, it's going to capsize. But it's that vibration getting out there of people, like I say, redefining and re-understanding their whole concept of what love is and questioning what love is because... The concept of 
romantic love or you marry someone because it's convenient and you kind of it kind of lapses into a habit and it's all right and uh the million other reasons why people enter into this contract of of marriage and stuff like that you know the whole whole thing is being rewritten the whole thing is being rewritten and it can't it is happening fast uh but it can't happen overnight and some people that you know some people won't be as affected as others but this energy is building as the year goes on it's not plateauing it's building and building and building and it continues to build through 14 15 16 17 so the phenomena that people start reporting back with is going to increase and people will be continuously re- reporting back about the heart it's everything is going to track back to the heart this is this is everything that i'm about now is the heart i can't get away from it i'm not being allowed to get away from it because that is my mission Um, because it's not just about the love in the heart that is the power of creation that is that is not manifestation it's higher than manifestation it's creation which is the same infinity symbol for creation is the same as the the twin flame one again that figure of eight that energy moving continuously backwards and forwards it's all one and the same it all overlaps there's no separation and where people are really falling down badly and and really suffering here is that they keep continuously those that are aware of it there's a lot of people that aren't yet but keep continuously reapplying the old rules, the old belief system to a love that cannot and will not be constrained or held in a third dimensional belief system. The twin flame energy, ascension energy, creation energy, the golden age, the fifth dimensional paradigm cannot be ever restricted manipulated controlled engineered held in a third dimensional template it's not possible and we were upgraded rewired to hold this to to cope with this i want to talk a little bit about the fourth dimensional sort of aspect of of it all, how I sort of look at this as the 3D was the world we sort of used to live in and get in our cars and go to work and get married and have kids or whatever, whatever that thing was. And then in the fourth dimension, to me, that's where all the sort of religious hierarchy hangs out. Uh, some of the other mystery schools hang out. Um, people have said that it's where the other side hangs out. I, I'm not sure I believe that, but, uh, you know, other more spiritual sort of hierarchy or structure kind of hangs out in the 4D. But when I look at the 5D energy, um, this idea of freedom, um, there really isn't an idea of power because you have freedom. <laughs> and, then, and then where do you sort of integrate all of it? And it comes back to that love vibration. And so whether it's your um, relationship with nature or your relationship with the people you work with or the, the relationship you have uh, with a loved one, it's like it's all sort of part of your bigger landscape. And, and you can move around in there. I mean, there's still probably structures that we haven't even figured out yet <laughs> that hang out in 5D. But, um, you know, I think the I, the level of freedom that I think we have now and can access now is is something that's really 
it can be overwhelming because you're not sort of tied to beliefs. I guess before we used to be able to hold on to the belief that, oh, I'm going to get married, yay. (laughs) And that was going to do something, right? It was going to change an energy. It was going to move people around in your life. It was going to, I don't know, it was going to do a something. And now you don't need any of that stuff. You can do it other ways, I guess is what I'm saying. Absolutely. And the thing that there's a lot of people still not aware of this on a conscious level yet. There are millions that are aware subconsciously and how that's coming through is that they are confused. They're a little bit confused. They're lost. They feel that I feel like I should be doing something or I should be somewhere and I'm not. I feel restless. I, I doesn't feel I don't know. It doesn't feel right. And and lots of people are seeking guidance, trying to just understand the feelings that they're feeling. So it's coming through subconsciously first. Uh, and um, the, the main thing I'm going to say here, the best advice I can give is, is we have been so conditioned for so long. I mean, hundreds of years, thousands of years. I'm going to use the word again, programmed and not to our advantage. Uh, we have been programmed, intentionally programmed to exist within 5% of our capacity we now are in an energy where we now have 100% of our capacity available. Uh, people, most people walking around don't realize they've got 100% of that capacity available. They feel like something's changed. They feel restless. They're confused. Some are excited. Some are lost. Some are scared. They don't understand what's happened. And they kind of find people like you. They kind of find people like me. They go to many other people. Uh, or they hear radio interviews, they see something on TV where um, it seems to resonate with them and they start to learn. People like us are facilitators, if you like, catalysts to show them, look, you do have this capability. The the lock and key are in your heart. You have the keys to your heart. Look, we'll show you how to unlock it and then you can access it all and everything you need is all on your hard drive all on your sat nav which is in your heart they don't need the answers from anyone else all they they need is people to point them in the right direction of where the answers are which are all within the heart there is nothing humanity need to do at this time greater and more important than than realize that they're the power to change everything within them, within this world, within their life, the power of creation and the greatest power, which it would be like an angelic love, divine love, but also physical love, the embodiment of that, all lies within the heart. Um, And people, the biggest trap people fall into, and again, I've seen this up close and personal and and seen the devastating effects of it devastating is that people continuously keep dropping into this old belief of um, limitation I must not do this because of this I must not feel this because of this you know what it makes me and you can hear in my voice how passionate I get about it we are we are supposed to be we are supposed to be free on this planet you know, we we have really not been free on this planet. Uh, very few people have truly, I mean a handful, truly experienced what freedom is because freedom 
is not having any worry on any level of mind, body or soul of any control of, of what people's expectations of you are, judgments of you are. I do not mean that that means you suddenly go around being reckless. What I mean is you feel a freedom within you at the level of the heart to express from the heart, to live from the heart, to not be conditioned and restricted to the extent we have been. I have a 13-year background in psychology and, and um, hypnotherapy. I understand fully, and it makes me laugh now because, you know, I'm, I'm laughing at this now. When I went into that, I never knew that all these years later I'd be talking about this, but now I can see why I had to have that background because I now understand about how people are hypnotized by and programmed by these subliminal uh, forces, you know, and I did, that's obviously why I had to have that background as well as the trance helping me with the channeling. Um, and I realize now that, you know, I, and I include myself in it. You know, most of what we thought was us and our personality and the way we, we thought we were choosing to live, we never chose to live that way. We never did. Yeah, I, I think um, what I've noticed is human beings could have done this a little differently, but for whatever reasons, you know, and we got programmed a certain way. And I think you're giving a talk. Could you talk a little bit about that? You're giving a talk um, at an alternative health conference in the UK. Yeah, there's the, the yeah. what's called the Bilderberg Alternative Health um, Festival in the UK. This has been put together at the very last minute. Um, it's going to be at the in the grounds of the Grove um, Hotel at Watford in London, um, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And I'm there on the Saturday. Um, and they've got people, you know, people like Alex Jones from America, um, who's very outspoken on belief systems and programs and, and all the much more negative side of it. David Icke, who is outstanding, who, who speaks, you know, I mean, one of the best speakers, in my opinion, in the world on, on those kind of alternative agendas. I'm here to do the same in a way as them. They are informers and they are awakening people in that way. My job is to awaken in by going into the area of the heart and empower people into making change and be informed and see it as it really is and create by going into that loving space of the heart. So... Again, it makes but it it, smile, it is related. I mean, I'm so Hopefully, glad you're getting yeah. to talk there because unless we sort of explore other ways of thinking, and one of the ways to do that is to jump into the all the conspiracy theories. And when you do that, you notice like, oh my god, I can't believe people think that. And then you'll find where you have your own, right? Yeah. Well, that's not that different than the exploration into what your real beliefs or feelings or emotions are about love and, and creating on this planet. And then if you keep going deeper, you realize that you're not having a fight with Mother Earth this lifetime. You really aren't. It's just that people sort of have these belief systems that are really big and strong. And, you know, we've lived them for many years up until, let's say, a 2012 sort of marker. And, you know, we thought if we get married, things are going to get better. If we take care of our health in a certain way, it's going to get better. If we, you know, take care of our kids in a different way, it's or a certain way, it's going to get better. And so, what we're trying to get better from is all this suffering. And where'd the suffering come from? Well, I guess in my own 
you know, secret conspiracy theory is that if I wanted to control what was going on with Earth, I would control it through love. And I would make people get married and I would make them sign a piece of paper and I would make them sort of have to do all these different things to feel worthy for the love that they have and this thing about the white dress, where did that come from? Like it just it just keeps going on and on. Like you can't do it you can't get married perfect enough. You can't be in love perfect enough. Um and it just goes on and on and on. So if I sort of take all those things and clear them out of the way, then I realize, oh, now I'm back to the earth. Now I'm back to living things on the earth. And don't living things sort of like each other? Yeah. And don't they sort of exist in some sort of harmony? I mean, you know, a lion might go eat a gazelle. I'm not sure what that's about. That looks very harsh to me from my human body <laughs> standpoint. But, you know, I'm not in the body of the gazelle and I'm not in the body of a lion and I'm not eating that right now. So, you know, I'm somewhere else. So if I come back to me, my, my own business, then it's like, oh, I'm just a human. I'm having a good time. The earth, you know, the earth likes humans. Yeah, she does. What doesn't the earth like? And so if I keep going back to that, I realize that, wait a minute, I don't have a problem. These, all these other suffering things are external to me, and I don't have to live there. But it's, it's, a, it's a strange journey to get to that place. And I can see why people would pick the other side of the Grand Canyon and stick to your beliefs and just hang out there because that's what's known. And, and yet, you know, someone might come to you for assistance because it's like, how do I handle this freedom? Like, I don't know what I'm looking at. I don't know if I'm dying or I feel good right now. I have no idea. And the thing uh, is, while people are going through these changes, a lot of them feel like they are dying. And I would include myself in that as well. You know, 10 days ago, I thought, well, that's it. My number's up, really. Um, because that, that is the ego's last thrashes to hang on, is to say, well, that's it then, annihilation, I'm going to die. And the ego actually does fear that it will die when it loses that control. And the biggest card it brings out of the pack, along with many others, but the biggest one is that, oh my God, I'm about to be annihilated and I can't allow that in any way, shape or form. So it will bring out every every fear you ever had in this life and all the lives before. And then it will go hanging on to the old kind of belief systems, that old template again, which isn't all yours. You know, it's family stuff as well. You know, everything that everything is interrelated, everything is connected and there we could go down the negative or positive route here and I always choose wherever I'm at in my space to go the positive one because for whatever reasons, um, like I say, we haven't always been encouraged to stand in our power. They're, the biggest control system on this planet is to keep humanity out of their heart it is the i would go as far as to say this is the the greatest um conspiracy of all time is to not allow humanity to know that they could change their reality change their physicality change their life and access the greatest most beautiful most amazing and I've gone freezing cold and covered in goosebumps as I'm saying it power that exists in this universe and that it is and always was inside the portal the generator the divine the creator which was always in the space of the heart because once 
enough people realize that and enough people have realized that the balance tips on this planet and because we are all connected we are the same consciousness as the rock as the ant as the monkey as the neighbors our consciousness is the same in the united kingdom as america as everywhere else on the planet we're the same consciousness as the ocean the tree the wow the dolphin once people realize and enough people have realized that consciousness that message goes to all humanity and yes there will be a portion like we said at the beginning of the program of humanity that consciously or through naivety or through choice make decisions well i do not want to follow or from fear whatever reasons i don't want to follow my higher self and my highest purpose the best for my soul i want to cling to what's familiar i want to cling because whatever reasons you know and there will be people will say and and, you know a lot of people come to me via radio shows and they say but what can we do we feel powerless what can just us do and you know what the most powerful thing you can ever do for this planet and for your family and for your town and your village and yourselves is to listen, learn, follow your gut instinct, your intuition and start living, not saying it, living your life from your heart, making choices not that are governed by the head now, but then the gut feeling that you always ignore, you know, going from the heart. These are uh, these are sometimes really hard choices, you know, where because you went from the heart, your whole life changes. And, and humanity is is uh, not, you know, not particularly brave as a whole. You know, they they uh, they are frightened of going from their heart because they're frightened of change. Because to them, uh, familiarity, they think, well, if it's familiar, even if it's not great, at least I know where I am. You know what? As, as soon as you start living from the heart and you just taste that, and we come back to the word again, freedom, you will not look through the eyes of your head anymore. You will look through the eyes of the heart. There's another set of eyes in your heart. And once you start looking from there, it is devastating to go back and look through the head. You know, and events in my life, you know, especially recently will ping me temporarily back in my head. And it's like coming from heaven to hell. You know, when you're spending a lot of time in the heart and you see through the eyes of the heart where everything you see, the true reality, you feel the true reality. And when you go back to the head again, all those programs, all those fears, all that noise and distraction and oh, gosh, it's awful. Um so, you know, that everything tracks back to here, everything tracks back to here. And like you say, there's no separation because anything that gets you to question your beliefs, anything that gets you to really not just think it's feel. And I've said this before on radio shows, you will never be able to analytically think your way into the heart because the thinking brain can't hit a high enough frequency for the heart to respond, for the heart to take over, for the heart to run the show, it has to be felt. So it's feelings. And again, the only way you open the heart through feeling is an immense feeling of love or an immense feeling of joy. 
And you can do that by remembered feelings of love, remembered feeling of joy, or you can actually invent a feeling of joy and love, you know, a lovely scenario of you on the beach on a summer's day and feeling all that childlike joy. And if you get it childlike joy, that's the highest frequency you can hit because it automatically starts to open that heart space up. And so it's almost a case, how beautiful is this, where you have to actually take time in your life to do things that make you feel joy, that make you feel happiness. Not because that's selfish, that's because that's the greatest act of love, compassion and empowerment for you and everybody else on this planet that you could ever do. How beautiful is that? Take time out to feel joy. We're supposed to be in a state of joy on this planet all the time, not 5% of the time, you know. So if you just take the time to start with to access joy, it changes everything. You know, it changes everything because it opens the heart. The heart is the greatest magnet in the universe. It attracts more joy, more love more people in to mirror that love, you're sending it back to them, your whole world starts to change. I mean, it's, it's, it's a win, 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 win. And it's <laughs> so, so easy to do. But people just, a lot of people just don't know. They just don't know. They've got the kingdom of heaven here, like a, a treasure chest, literally in the chest. They just don't know it's there. You know, the yeah. ancient esoteric texts speak about it. They call it the wishing well. They knew, we've, we've had this information, it's been hidden for generations that that wishing well is in the lower heart. You can create what you wish, but you can only do it. The foul safe is you can't corrupt it from a selfish brain because you can't get there from the brain. You have to have that childlike feeling of joy or love but the childlike feeling of joy will do it every time to open the heart to create so you will never be able to access it with corruption no matter how corrupt the individual no matter how deep the bloodline no matter how difficult the belief system no matter what the personality the foul safe is you can't create from the heart without the purity of that love and without the purity of a childlike joy therefore you cannot negatively create from the heart it's not possible because you can't get in there in the first place if you're in that state so again it's a win-win-win and it's extraordinary and this is the biggest thing you can hear in my voice that I go around teaching, shouting from the rooftops, channeling, getting the message out there whatever way I can because I know with with every fiber of my being that this is that this is true and I have experienced it, I have lived it. I am blessed because I was helped to see and feel that through a twin flame connection. Um but I am still learning, my heart is still expanding. Um, you know, I'm learning every week like everybody else and I'm very blessed to be in a position where I can, because I'm on the ground, so to speak, <laughs> literally living it, that I'm, I'm a blessed to be able to get to people and help them with that as the changes are happening to me too. So, you know, it's, it is fantastic really, but it's, it's just, I find it astounding that 
and shocking that this this information has been withheld from us for so long. So, you know, this tracks back to conspiracies. As far as I'm concerned, this is the biggest conspiracy on the planet that that we've not been told this and allowed access to this. Well, thanks so much, Lindy, for blowing the lid off of the twin flame (laughs) conspiracy theory. I mean, I think um, you've opened up a lot of eyes and hearts today on surfing the psychic waves. And I just want to say thanks for opening your heart to us and, and being so honest with kind of your assessment of the situation. And so we'll talk to you more um, later this year to get some more insights on this. My heart's yours. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Lindy.